Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. This is Gabriel Grimes. I just wanted to take some time. It's the morning right now and I'm seated in or I'm seated in my awesome recording studio, which means I'm in the garage where it's quiet. My wife is doing her hair and my daughter's packing for a trip, so there's a lot going on. And to avoid all that noise, I I had to come down here. But I wanted to talk to you about something really, really important. It's about your security. In fact, that's the reason for the name of this podcast. You know, your security. What is your security? And someone asked me, uh, hey, oh, by the way, I'm opening up a can of sparkling water from H-E-B. It's H-E-B lime. So it has no flavor, but I mean, it has no sugar, but it has all natural flavor. Anyway, that's just really cool for me. Anyway, so back to your security. You know, people have asked me, as a, as a corporate security manager and director, people ask me, well, you know, what is the security here? And many times they're referring to access control. They're talking about, you know, CCTV cameras. But, you know, CCTV cameras don't provide security. Many people think, well, I just need more cameras in this office space, or I need more cameras in this facility. <clears throat> cameras do not stop bullets, people. And cameras do not stop bad guys. And I'll tell you something else. Access control is, does not stop bad guys either. I mean, it, it should, but it doesn't. Think about how many gates and doors your business may have. Those gates and doors don't stop anybody who is getting support from the inside to access your building. So what does that mean? So I live in the South. I live in Texas and in Texas, we're very kind. Not to say that people anywhere else are not kind, but it's very customary to open up a door for somebody, to let someone in, that sort of thing. So what happens is, and I see it all the time, someone's coming up to the door to get into the facility and someone else opens the door for them. Even though the door has access control or a badge swipe. So what does that mean? That means at that moment, that employee inadvertently violated their security and allowed someone in. Now, that person that comes in may or may not be an employee. All right, so person's an employee. Nothing, quote unquote, bad happened. Well, this creates, you know, a culture of letting people in, of violating the security. You, if you allow enough people into the facility or into your building because you're nice, over time, that action no longer seems strange. So let's say you go into a bank And to go into the bank, uh, you have to go in first through a door where there's a guard, okay? Then you go in and you need to go into the bank vault. After that, you talk to a bank rep or a manager. He has you sign, show ID. You go through another door where there's another guard there. 
Uh, he walks you down to where the vault is, where there's a third person that reviews your ID, and then that person and yourself go into the vault, and then they show their two keys. The two keys go in, open it, they open up your safety deposit box, and you withdraw it. This is your common practice. Now, depending on what bank you're in and what sort of security you have, it may be more or it may be less, but generally that's the process to get into the bank vault to have access to your safety deposit box. But what if one day the guard up front isn't there? Well, at first you would think it's kind of odd and unusual, and you may even ask about it. Well, Bob, the security guard, well, he wasn't feeling well that day, and so they just decided that uh, they didn't need him for the moment, but they were really watching the cameras. That was the excuse. And that goes on for several days. Well, after a while, you'll not think it's strange to have a guardless door. It'll be just normal. <clears throat> you'll get used to it. And the same thing with the next level. Let's say they decide to do away with the procedure of having to speak with a a manager or a rep. You just walk to the deposit box. After a while, you're gonna find that to be normal. At first, you may think that it is odd and it's less secure, but then you'll think, you know what? It is a, it's a, it makes it easier to get to my vault, so I'm not gonna be concerned about it. And so, so the bank takes away more and more layers of these security protocols so then you finally just get to walk up into the safety deposit box area, use one key, your key, and you have access to it. Well, you have seen a progress of reducing the security in your area and you think it's normal. It's the same thing that happens when an employee allows another employee into the facility or the office by violating that access control, by opening the door for them. We have to be very cognizant of it. So think about your security. When someone asks me, okay, Gabriel, what is the security here? The, I, can, I can point to physical things. I can say this is you know, your access control system, this is your um, camera system, the, the gates are so high, they're made of this type of alloy, <clears throat> it's hard to cut them, it has a topper on it, It'll, it's difficult to jump over, we have this type of lighting system, all of that is fine and dandy. We could talk about thickness of walls, we can talk about how impenetrable they are to drive-by shootings, but you know what? As long as there is an employee that is willing to violate security by opening a door, then it's over. Now I'm talking about a physical door, but it could also be any sort of door. What about your information security? What about your computer security? Well, if the employee is willing to violate policy and click on links that are not validated have not been reviewed by your internal IT uh, procedures, or if the employee allows his password to be used 
by someone else. All these things are examples of leaving the door open or allowing someone in. All of them are violations of security. And all of them, I'm telling you, can be justified, quote unquote, as good things or as normal things or this is an emergency case. But each one of these events has the likelihood, excuse me, not the likelihood, it has the probability of a catastrophic event. So when someone says, well, what is your security? The main focus should be pointing to the employee, all the employees, and saying, this is our security. These are the people who are keeping this building safe, keeping this building or this facility secure. It is not the cameras, it is not the gates, it is not the guards, it's not anything else except the people. And that's why I harp both at all the corporations I speak at and at events. It is to focus our attention at the people. And that's why the name of the podcast is what it is. Your security is your security. You are security. You are security. So when someone says, what is your security? It is your security. I know, play on words. I don't know, it may be a little cutesy, but it's something to keep it in your mind. It is something to be, if it bugs you, that's a good thing because you're thinking about it, right? Your security, you are it. Now that can be transferred from the corporate side to the personal side, to homes. It can be transferred to uh, your international travel, your national travel, your local travel, going to the office. You are security. What you do makes you more secure or less secure. You are the main piece to this part of your life, security. I encourage you all to stay alert and to stay aware and to realize your important role in your own security. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. I'll be back to give you more tips, more hacks on living secure and living victimless in this world.